Hello everyone, here I am again, Linda O'Call Jenner, with another Motivational Moments podcast. Well, so far March is not turning out exactly as I had envisaged. My husband's car needed to go to the garage for some work, so I loaned him mine. I had recently had some new tyres put on my car, and thank goodness I did not have to spend any more money on it. Dave, my long-suffering husband, got his car back from the garage and I loan my youngest son my car as his car is not working and he has to save money to get it fixed as he is a college student. And we all know college students have enough to cope with paying for school fees, let alone paying for a car. On the same day I loaned my son my car, I told Dave he could use my cell phone because Dave has ordered a new phone and it has not arrived yet. My friend gave me a ride to the shopping mall and once I was there and had finished shopping, I realised just how much I relied on my car and my cell phone. How did we manage before cars and cell phones, I wonder? So I get my car back the next day. And on the morning, my son, who I was about to drive to college, told me the news that I had a flat tyre. Now, these are the tyres that were new a few weeks previous. I phoned the CAA, the people who come out to help people like myself who have no idea how to change a tyre, and they put the spare tyre on for me. My son then drove the car to the garage so they could fix the punctured tyre and at the end of the day, my husband arrived home from work to tell me his car was still not working properly. I vote we use public transport, use pigeons instead of phones and get back to basics and help the environment at the same time. Saying that, I am really looking forward to the new Apple iPhone coming to Canada. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful invention. It looks nice, it's very classy, and it's the kind of phone that I believe everybody will be using in the future. I love Apple. Early this morning, as I was driving my daughter to her part-time job, we noticed a lone duck sitting in the middle of the road. The duck appeared to be looking around, and I felt sorry for the duck because I wondered if he was lost. My daughter said goodbye, got out of the car, and told me not to worry, as she was sure the duck would be okay. I drove slowly back down the road and stopped to look at the lone duck, still sitting there, looking around, but seeming quite content. As I sat and watched, another duck came flying towards the lone duck, swooped down as if to say hello, and both ducks flew off into the sky, staying close together as they flew further away and out of my sight. Because I have a tender heart, I was so relieved that the lone duck's friend had come to find him, and they were now together somewhere, hopefully meeting up with other ducks they normally hang out with. I know that I could not have done anything to help the lone duck if the other duck had not come along, and I know I would have worried that the lone duck could get hurt or never meet up with his duck friends again. Having a tender heart can be painful at times. Being too sensitive can lead me to worrying about things I would like to change but have no power to change. 
I try, sincerely, to help others in any way I can, but sometimes people just do not want to be helped. I spend a lot of time as a mentor and a friend, listening to other people's woes and concerns. But the sad thing is, not all of these people actually want to help themselves. As the saying goes, you can lead a duck to water, but you cannot make it swim. Actually, it should be, you can lead a horse to water, but I thought duck was more apt because of my story of the lone duck. Also, the horse would not want to swim in the water, it would drink the water of course. So, when I see a duck all alone in the middle of the road, I have to hope that he is waiting to be found by a friend duck, or that he is simply biding his time and gathering his thoughts as to how he can find his duck friends. I have to think positive, because if I think negative thoughts, it can bring me down, and quite honestly, not help the duck or me at all. Seeing the lone duck this morning, waiting patiently all alone, looking around for his friends, made me realise, once again, that patience is a virtue, trust is invaluable, and we all need friends. Thank you, lone duck. I hope you are flying happily in the sky with your duck friends, and maybe one day our paths will cross again. Last week I had to go to the hospital and undergo an edgoscopy. I can hardly say the word. This is basically have a camera inserted into my mouth, down my throat, into the upper digestive tract, and it allows the doctor to examine the lining of my esophagus, stomach and duodenum. Evidently, abnormalities can be picked up by this method easier than with an x-ray, and those which are too small for an x-ray to see. I was actually dreading the procedure, as I hate not being in control and laying there on a table in the hospital with a thing in my mouth to keep it open and the doctor giving me something through a vein in my hand to make me drowsy is not something I welcome. On the other hand, I have always practiced prevention and this is a test that is recommended for me because I have had breast cancer twice and two of my uncles died of stomach cancer. My doctors and I do not expect to find anything out of the ordinary when they study the biopsy but it is better to be safe than sorry. So the good news is I closed my eyes when the doctor put the needle in my vein and instead of just being drowsy and all happy I think I fell fast asleep. The next thing I remember is the nurse telling me it was time to wake up. I was told my throat might be a bit sore, but I could not eat anything for a couple of hours. I could drink some water. All I knew was that I felt very relaxed, not like after an anaesthetic though, and that I was counting the two hours until I could eat food as I was starving. So for any of you out there who might need this procedure in the future, it is a doddle, as I say. That means it was easy, and there is nothing to worry about. I truly believe, as most of you who listen to my podcast on a regular basis know, that healthy lifestyle, prevention, awareness and early detection all work towards helping us be survivors, and that by being proactive, we are not only helping ourselves, we're helping the doctors and nurses and other health professionals who are already overworked.
So, after resting the day after the procedure and feeling very relaxed, I then decided to take the rest of the week off and relax some more so I would be all rejuvenated and ready to go next week. This morning, Saturday, Dave and I travelled to a place called Elmira, which is a little place not far from where we live here in Ontario, and we attended the Maple Syrup Festival. We ate pancakes smothered in maple syrup, and it was 7.15 in the morning, a bit cold, but the sun was struggling to come out. We then walked around the little market stalls and walked back to our car and I for one enjoyed the early start of the day and the walk helped me rid myself of any cobwebs that were left over from the past week. Cobwebs are stresses or challenges I had dealt with but were still lingering so I brushed them away with a walk and it really energises me. Exercise in moderation, walking for me, really is beneficial in lots of ways. I am excited that on May the 12th I have been invited by Cole's Bookstore to be present at their store to sign my book for people who buy it. A Life Like Mine is now into the second edition and I love to meet the people who buy my book and chat with them. A lot of people buy my book from my website www.motivationalsteps.com and you can pay with PayPal and that's quite wonderful. But meeting the people in person is quite exciting. The manager of Cole's Bookstore, which is part of Chapters, another large bookstore, told me she picked up my book and started reading it, even though she was tired and really should have gone to sleep. She just had to keep on reading because she wanted to read to the end of my book and see how things turned out. My book, A Life Like Mine, is my personal story and it inspires many people to move on with their life and realise that everyone does have challenges in their life but not everyone talks about those challenges and that is quite normal. Well, the sun is shining and it's almost 5 o'clock here on a Saturday afternoon. I think I'm going to relax on the porch with Dave and watch the world go by. Saying that, where we live is really quiet and peaceful. We hardly see many people at all, but that is okay with us. Tomorrow we're off to Stratford, Ontario to watch the procession of swans, which is an annual event and the first time we will be visiting this event. I do hope that all of you listening to me take the time to relax and forget about work for a while. We all need to balance our lives and sometimes that is easier said than done. Well, I think that is all for now. I hope you enjoy my podcast and next month, April, I will be interviewing Dave Ockwell Jenner of Solar Nexus Solutions who will be talking to us about his perspectives on security. So I know you will all enjoy that. Dave, as you all know by now, is my long-suffering husband and he has kindly offered to be interviewed by me. So remember, next time you see a lone duck sitting in the road, think first before you wonder if he's able to help himself and think to yourself, how would you cope if you were that lone duck? Goodbye for now and take care.